Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. You're darn right. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to, lots to talk about. Bottom of the hour is going to be an interview with a guy named Blake Smith. He is the fiancé of Maddie Torres Coulter, who was killed in a murder-suicide. She was a veteran, and the way that it was reported after the fact was just incorrect. They were holding the guy up on high that ended up doing this to her and shouldn't have been, and weren't talking about her very much at all. I wanted to make sure that we got her name out there, her story out there, and um, is there some sort of a culture where, for some reason, women who are, are ending up you know, being abused or even killed are not being given the same credence or not being given the same protection as maybe some of the men. And is this a military thing or not? We, we talked to Blake. It's a, it's a very interesting um, conversation. It's a tragic story for sure. Um, and I really do appreciate him coming out and talking about it. So we'll have him at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for that. Um, in the meantime, though, I've got to remind you. Carrie, I, I don't remember. What day is it? Uh, it's Wednesday. No, it's not. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't want to hear this song. Gonna need you right to the top of the hour to keep that up. Let's go. Uh-huh. I've got my tacos, my radio. Yes, sir. A little salsa, I'm ready to go. Uh-huh. No enchilada, no cheesy nacho. That's how we do. Taco Tuesday, the Joe Pack Show. Taco. Bring it now, right? Carrie, come on. You're doing a little, little cha-cha, a little no, something, a little, a little salsa. Not. No, no. Come on. He looks thrilled. Let's go, Carrie. Every time. What? Oh, you deserve that today. Sorry. I know. I wasn't even gonna either. I wasn't gonna. Something changed, so I went with it. That's right. Sam, you getting down? Absolutely. Come on. All right, Polo, make it happen. Taco. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's so consistent, it's actually ridiculous. I, you know what I mean, Carrie? When I say taco, I say it different <laughs> almost every single time. I know. Bam, Polo you just nailed it. it. It's just bam. about the same every Tuesday, doesn't he? He really does. Now, I was going to go with the 2020 version. There's a 2020 version. <laughs> a 2020 version. Right. I mean, that, that was oh, the, 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 the newer that one, well, good for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do The like crowd that likes one. it. You realize that I've, I did the 2020 version <laughs> two or three times in a row. I know. And by the way, and it's Mark Skelton's like it. incredible voice, and I appreciate him doing it. Um, but, but they get mad at me. I know. I know what they do. I'm sorry. Why can't you play the real one? Why can't you play the fart one? Because it's they, a they're, they're, really, they're mad that I won't. It's dumb. It's not stupid. And I hate it. I, it is. It really, really is. I'll give More you an opportunity. Go ahead, go ahead and say it. Taco. No, say what? Oh, I'm supposed stupid. to stupid. I thought you were gonna do the stupid. Oh. <laughs> okay, stupid. It didn't work. Well, you didn't <laughs> even have it on. I didn't. I didn't have it on. I have no idea why I want to do the stupid for uh, you. Maybe he doesn't want you to say stupid. All right, try it again. Stupid. There you go. You actually do that very well. Ah, <laughs> oh, because you call me that every day. All right. So there's a lot going on. Talking about stupid. Look, look at this. this is a big time broadcast segue. When you're talking about stupid. The fact that we don't have Jeffrey Epstein's list yet is really stupid. The fact that 
How are you saying her name? Gizane? I say I've heard Gislaine. it Gilane. Gilane. Oh, sorry. Are you getting all French? You sound like you're getting French. Gilane. That's the pronunciation they give me on the wire Isn't service. she British? I have no idea. Well, she speaks with a British accent. I well, think. Well, why that... can't her name be Ghislaine? The S is silent, I guess. Wow. You really went with silent S on Ghislaine? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, tell- I'm telling you, in our wire service, that is how they give us the pronunciation of this lady's name. Why does that have to be her name? Just, I mean, why she couldn't be like Susan? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So Ghislaine, whatever, Maxwell, the, the right hand, the actual um, the person who was out there culturing the young girls, the teen girls that were being used and abused and taken advantage of and basically put into child prostitution labor by these idiots. This woman is getting like uh, the, the best, I don't lock up for that. 20 mm-hmm. years is a long time behind bars. But I, I think that she should probably get more than but that. But if you're going to be in a cold, hard up, prison. I mean, yeah, this is the place you want to go, right? Absolutely. Fill this me This is from ABC News. Ghislaine Maxwell has been moved to a low-security federal pres- prison in Florida to serve her 20-year sentence for sex trafficking, according to the Federal Bureau of Prisons. Maxwell, who has filed notice she intends to appeal her conviction and sentence, is currently listed as an inmate at the Federal Correctional Institution in Tallahassee. As she was moved on Friday, according to a source close to the defense, the facility is different than what Maxwell's attorneys had requested. They asked she serve her time in Danbury, Connecticut. Maxwell, 60, was found guilty of conspiring with Jeffrey Epstein to recruit, groom, and abuse minors. There is nothing cushy about Maxwell's designation. She's going to be surrounded by barbed wire and fences. Her new facility is a far cry from the minimum security camps. People may imagine from television's Duncan Levin, a former federal prosecutor now in private practice in New York who was not involved in the case. The outgoing director of the BOP, Michael Carvajal, was subpoenaed to testify this week before a Senate panel and could face questions about Epstein's suicide while in jail. Maxwell's attorneys had frequently complained about the conditions of her confinement at the Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn, where she was previously held, arguing she was subject to harsh treatment because of her association with Epstein. At the facility in Tallahassee, Maxwell will be expected to wake up at 6 a.m., make her bed, dress in khaki pants and a khaki shirt, and maintain a regular job assignment. The programs that will be offered to her will be few and far between given staff cutbacks in the pandemic. Levin, the former prosecutor, told ABC News, and that's a shame because the government should be investing as much as possible to rehabilitate even the least popular inmates. Come on, man. So she's she's getting, you know, like uh, inmate island or something, some light sentence, and you know that she still holds the cards. Because, first of all, she hasn't suicided herself yet like Epstein did, allegedly. The cameras didn't work. They, the security forgot to check on them. Uh-huh. And um, she's also getting this sort of easy ride in her sentencing. One has to assume that she still has something on all of them. I mean, it has to be, right? One has to assume that she still has the list somewhere. If something happens to me, the list gets released. Or the allegation was that she and Epstein videotaped everybody coming and going. And maybe even when, while they were in there. You know, maybe everybody on the island. What I don't understand is why nobody is enterprising enough in the media to just go out and get the list. Now, there are people on Twitter that will post a list. It doesn't say where they got it. I have no idea if it's real. Uh, there are people that will post it all over the Internet. But there must be videos. There must be, you know, a list that will get triggered if something happens to her and will be released. 
We know that Bill Clinton went there several times, and he still to this day lies that he went there. We, we see pictures with him getting on and off the plane. We see pictures of him with these 15, 16, 17-year-old girls. We know that Prince Andrew was somehow involved, Monaco. So I'm not really sure I understand. I mean, the allegation is that all sorts of big names went there, and it sounds like they probably did. Carrie, you know who didn't go? Well, think about it. Who didn't go? Who didn't go to the island? Who is the one person that would trigger the release of the list had he gone? Oh, Donald Trump. Duh. You know, Trump didn't go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say getting back to, you know, what she's been accused of, what she's been convicted of, this uh, place that she's going. Um, yeah. And you can paint. There are leather art and ceramics classes. Uh, you can play musical instruments. They have a softball, basketball, and volleyball team. And they also offer yoga, Pilates, movies, and an inmate talent show. What is her talent? Grooming young girls? Mm-hmm. What, what, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So she can learn all sorts of arts and crafts. She gets to wear khaki pants and a khaki shirt every day. And she can win the talent show. Yeah. I just want to make sure I understand. Very basically, very crudely, the charge and conviction is she's a sex trafficker of minors. Yes. And this is her... I mean, this is where she's going to spend her prison sentence. I, I may be missing something. I, I want your thoughts, those of you listening and watching, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I need to know, do you think this is appropriate? I mean, first of all, it wasn't appropriate that Jeffrey Epstein got away with it a long time ago, and then they went back and charged him eventually. Um, but is this okay? I mean, this is, we know they took advantage of little girls. We know they were grooming them to be prostitutes for them. We know that they were bringing high-powered celebrities, politicians, to an island where they were actually getting with these little girls. We know that happened. These women now have all testified against these two, and she gets to get this sort of slap on the wrist, and that's it? We don't get the list? How is it that we wouldn't have access to this through public information, through Freedom of Information Acts? We are the people that paid for the trial. We paid for the conviction. We paid for the where, where the trial happened, the courthouse. We paid the judge's salary and the prosecutor's salary and the defense attorney potentially. I guess she probably paid that. But at the end of the day, we're paying for where she where she's going to be. She was tried in a court of law that we pay for. We should have access to everything. Kara, can you believe we don't have a full list yet? I can't. It's kind of nuts, isn't and it? We should. Absolutely, we should. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your thoughts on this still very, very weird case of Epstein allegedly dying and now Ghislaine, whatever the hell, whatever we're saying, Ghislaine. Ghislaine. Wait, oh, we have to say, we have to put H in there now, Ghislaine. silent, Ghislaine. You're pronouncing an H, you're like Ghislaine. Oh, I was just, that was just for a fact. Ghislaine, Ghislaine, I don't know how you say it. Ghislaine. Thanks, Carrie. Really? Just pronouncing it a different way. Just, <laughs> I don't just like that. Being, don't what, do what, that again. Not Gary, Gary? No, that, that's weird. They like that? No, don't, don't do that We're going to say your name in French from now on. <laughs> Carrie? <laughs> All right, so Ghislaine gets a slap on the wrist. She's going to go there and try out for the talent show or something. We don't have the list of who went to the island. Nobody's acting like we should ever see the list of who went to the island. Hello, it's got to be a list of a bunch of lefty idiots or else it'd be out there everywhere. And we deserve to see it. We paid for her prosecution. 
We, we, the, the, all, everything in that trial should be public information. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Go to the website right now. Uh, Truth Social is uh, 56,000 plus. Um, Getter, if you're on Getter, is 188,000, almost 189,000. I'd like to get over 200,000 there. If you're on Getter, it's Joe Talk Show. If you're on Truth, it's Joe Pags. Uh, we also have Instagram where I'm doing those uh, come on videos. I did two of those today. Go and check those out. It's at Joe Talk Show. Keep it here. Coming back. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by the Joe Pag Show for your Tuesday. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. About 11, 12 minutes from now, I'll have the fiancé of a young military member who was uh, who was killed in a murder-suicide. Yet, for some reason, because the other guy was known um, as the face of some uh, outfitter, um, People are treating it like this was uh, 22 a day, and he was another uh, soldier who committed suicide, a veteran committed suicide, when in reality he was just an evil guy who did something evil. I want to make sure we get her name and, uh, and her story out there. We talked to him at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for the fiancé of, uh, of Maddie Coulter, who was uh, killed earlier this month. Uh, let me go to the phone lines. And, and by the way, Karen, have you been seeing some of the nuttiness in New York City lately, by the way? Yes. I mean, have you, yes. did, did you see the videos on, on the subway? I've seen a couple, yeah. The video on the subway the where people have taken the... over the subway, they're oh. twerking like crazy. Yeah. They've got they've got the, some slip and slide or something on it. Yeah. It's uh, I don't know if they're doing a music video or what, but they're they're drinking uh, you know, uh, like straight out of the wine bottle and they just sort of commandeered an entire subway train mm-hmm. because police aren't on the subway train. And I would not feel safe no, riding a subway today. And then there's a video not. of this young guy just beaten like in a in a in a fight. With a cop, just and it's all people just standing by taking video of it, instead of jumping crazy? in and stopping it, it's just it's crazy. And then you'll have a story in a minute mm. about a pastor who was live streaming his his sermon, and then something bad happened. Let me take a couple of phone calls in the meantime. Let me say hi to uh, Daniel in Colorado. Daniel, what's going on? Hi. Hey Joe, I uh, your screener and I talked just a little bit, and I I'm one. You know, we will not see that list. What do you What do you think? Well, I think that we have the right to see it. That, that's what I think. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know that, anybody, I don't know that anybody's requested it officially. The media has to show an interest, well, and they're not showing an interest. And I don't think they'll release it to us. I think a, an official news organization would have, to, would have to ask for it. So you don't think we're ever going to see it? No, I, I really don't. I mean, you know, I know you know what I'm going to say next. With the whole Biden thing and his son, you know, it, the haves are getting away with literal murder, and us who are working our tail off every day are just putting up with it like a, a battered spouse. Well, Daniel, I'm with you. We are putting up with it. I mean, I'm not. We're too, I'm speaking out. You're speaking out. Matt Gates is speaking out. Trump is speaking out. And hopefully there'll be enough groundswell of people speaking out that we can stop this in its tracks. But clearly, with Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family, led by Joe Biden, the alleged president, um, that story is one that's going to explode soon. 
And, and if you believe any of the reporting that's out there, I mean, major charges against Hunter Biden could be right around the corner. And if that happens, Joe Biden's going to be implicated. Biden's brother and sister will be indicated uh, will be um, implicated in this, and they should be. Joe Biden's a really bad guy. That it appears that he sold influence. He sold the fact that he was the vice president, and his son was the go-between. And it's really bad. I mean, just what's on the laptop in the videos where these these girls that he's having all sorts of Hunter Biden's having all sorts of relations with, I mean, just the videos alone question whether he was he was statutorily raping all these people. Then you see the drug use, which is against the law. And then you see the text messages about getting money from this country or getting money from that mayor or getting money from that, and Biden, the father, has got to get a piece. And then did he really call his father pedo Peter? I mean, dude, these people are sick. So I think that there will be held to pay, but you're right. The justice system works a lot slower for those who are the haves, as you talked about. Kenneth, what's going on? Hi. Come on. Come on, Kenneth. Nah, I'll put him back on. Sam, it sounded like he was there, but uh, but he wasn't saying anything. Carrie, if you can, we talked about the subway. We talked about we talked about the police officer in this videotaped confrontation. He's out and out fight. With a, with a with a suspect, and now there's a pastor who is live streaming. Mm-hmm. I've seen some of this video. It's nuts. Fill me in. Yeah, from CNN, a flashy Brooklyn pastor known for wearing designer outfits and extravagant jewelry says he was robbed along with his wife of more than $1 million while he was preaching at church Sunday. Police say they received a report. Three people entered the leaders of Tomorrow Church Sunday with firearms and removed the jewelry pastor Lamore Miller-Whitehead, who goes by Bishop and his wife, were wearing. Police noted the investigation's ongoing. Part of the reported incident was captured on video from inside the church. A portion of the live stream was obtained by CNN affiliate WCBS before it was removed and shows at least one perpetrator holding a gun on the pastor and interrupting his sermon. All right, all right, all right, White House said in the video as he raised his hands and lowered himself to the floor. Uh, The video is no longer available on the church's live stream, but White House told WCBS what happened. That's all right, all right, all right is pretty much stating that I don't want, I'm not going to do anything right because I know y'all are coming for me, y'all are coming straight to me. I don't want my parishioners hurt, he said. I got women and children there. As I got down, one went to my wife and took all her jewelry and had the gun in front of my eight-month-old baby's face, he continued. A White House said there were gunmen with firearms raised to deacons at the door as well. There were about 20 to 25 congregants present. Police said my church is traumatized, White House said. I can imagine. The crime epidemic in New York is not getting any better. And watching this, you can see the guys going from preaching one second to hands up and he lays down on the floor. I don't know why you have a million dollars laying around in jewelry or whatever else. But having said that, he's allowed and um, to be victimized like that and to see the subway taken over by idiots and to see people fighting with police in the street, it's not getting any better in New York City. It's not. You know, and, and Curtis Lewa sent me a lot of these stories. In fact, we should have him on again soon because uh, he's witnessing it. He's a guy who could have been the mayor. He's a guy who, had he won, uh, he would not be um, presiding over a city that's in disarray like this one. You've got uh, Eric Adams, who's the mayor now, who Curtis actually calls de Blasio 2.0. So I have to have him on again soon because I'd like to go to New York City soon. I was there not not too long ago, a month and a half ago, but didn't go into the city. I was on Long Island because it just it's it. The reports coming out of there, and that's only what we know, are not good. And to not feel safe on the subway, which is your way around that city in many in many cases, is not a good thing. All right, eight 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 nine four one Pags. 
JoePags.com. The story of, of Maddie Coulter. When we come back, it's a story. It's a harrowing tale. It's tragic. But I wanted to make sure that her name was known and not just the guy who ended up ending her life. Keep it here. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young man on. His name is Blake Smith, and his uh, fiance was recently murdered. Her name was Maddie Torres Coulter. That her whole name was Maddie Torres Coulter, right? Uh, yes, sir. Or Madeline, but but Maddie for short. Beautiful young lady, a military veteran who was involved in a murder suicide. And the way that this was covered was so horrible that my friend, who I've had on the show before, great author and, and military veteran too, Janae um, Sergio, let me know about it. She's been uh, been putting out Maddie's story as well. Blake, I'm really sorry about what's gone on, man. I wish that you and I never met because that would mean that Maddie was still with us. But just if you don't mind, just let's start with who was who was Maddie because her story hasn't been told as much as it should have been. Uh, Maddie was a great person. Um, everyone that came into Maddie's life, you just she filled the room with a great atmosphere. She was a great person. She uh, she was a hardworking person. She was driven, very motivated, had goals. She uh, she just wanted to change the world one day at a time. So she she was a military veteran. I saw videos of her that she was uh, somebody who worked so hard she kept up with the guys and was awarded for that. Um, but there's this overtone that I get from the military that sometimes women are not treated on an equal plane as men. Maddie wanted to break that, didn't she? Yes, sir. And she did it. She did it, yeah. She definitely did it. So uh, what happens in the situation that morning? I know that this was some previous relationship with a guy that she used to work with. I'm guessing it was before that she was with you. Um, right. Some Somehow she's getting text messages. I guess he was somehow staying uh, attached to her even though they'd broken up sometime earlier. And what happens that morning? Because it, it seems like it was an irregular morning for her. She left without even taking her phone, right? Uh, yes, sir, she did. Um, so that morning... Um, I left for work, um, went to work, tried getting a hold of her. And, um, that's when her work called me and they said, does, uh, Madeline have an appointment? I said, no, she doesn't. Um, I can come unlock the apartment if you need me to. And they said, yeah, that would be fine. They yeah. brought up with them. Um, noticed the phone that was on the bed. So I call her brother and I was like, Josh, we got to go looking for Maddie. And that's when it came over the um, the loudspeaker that Zach had shot and killed himself. Now, we probably weren't, weren't supposed to hear that. Right. But that's how that worked. Um, after that, we jumped in Josh's truck. And we went all throughout Savannah just looking and looking, looking for the car. And we were headed home. Like, we were we were on 95, got off on the exit. Yeah. And we were left. And something just came over us and we're like, we have to turn right. We haven't looked over there yet. And lo and behold, that's, that's where we found her. I can't even imagine. So you mentioned Zach. That's uh, the guy's name was Zach Scalf. Is that what it was? Yes, sir. So he's a guy that was sort of the face of nine line apparel, which is a, a veteran owned apparel company. I don't know much about it. Never heard of it before this, but they, they had worked together several years ago, Maddie and Zach, and that's how they knew each other. Um, for some reason, they, they no longer worked there. He no longer worked there, but he was still sort of the face of their apparel line. And when this situation was, was found out, 
what was being said by Nine Line, what was being said by military veterans groups was that he was part of this 22-a-day group, which describes 22 veterans that, that commit suicide every day. But that wasn't the case. This was, he murdered somebody. He murdered your loved one, Josh's sister. And he was being sort of held up on high like poor guy dealt with coming back from war and ended up taking his life. I mean, the spin was really just wrong, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. They uh, they talked more about him and who he was other than the innocent life that he had just taken. Do, do you know what their relationship was? Because the word that I've gotten was that it broke up a long time ago. Were they always just still friends? Were they in contact? Was he stalking her? What do you uh-huh. know about him? Did you know anything about him before this? Uh, I knew a little bit about him. Um, yeah, he was very controlling. Never wanted to like let her go. It was he was going to have his cake, but she wasn't going to have hers. So he would always uh, download new texting apps um, and just randomly call her. So he so, would change his number. He would change. So she wouldn't even know it was him. Correct. Yes, sir. And then he'd say, well, this is me, and you're going to do what I say. What was the reason? Do you know from her text messages or from anything you've learned since? Why did she go and meet him? Did she not fear him at all? We still don't know. Um, Maddie was that type of person. Um, if someone needed help, she was going to help whether they did her wrong or not. So that was just who Maddie was. You could literally screw her, screw her over, but she's going to help you out. It's Blake Smith. We're talking about his fiance who was killed um, in a murder-suicide. This guy, Zach Scalf, uh, he was found later. The, this, the guy was so sick that he did a video after he killed her um, talking about, hey, sometimes you make bad decisions, and I made, I made a, a bad decision today. Um, it was more than a bad decision. It was, it was just evil on earth. And it made me sick, uh, Blake, to see that he was somehow held up as this great veteran, and, man, we miss Zach, and Zach was a great guy. I don't care how great a guy he was up until that moment. It turned out he was he was evil on earth, taking the life of somebody that you loved and certainly the rest of society will now miss. She sounded like she was an incredible person. And um, unbeknownst to many people, she was also with child, right? Yeah, she uh, she was pregnant. How, it, how long did you guys know about that? Um, we had found out probably three weeks before. Wow. I, I can't even imagine. And again, finally, after looking at news stories, and I talked to you about this briefly before we started today, um, finally, people are starting to tell her story. And I think it's because of you, and it's because of Josh, because of her family, because of Janae. Um, Her story is getting out there. But had it not been for you guys willing to come on a show like this and talk about it, we might not know about her. We might just think that he was another um, military member committing suicide. Uh, Did she ever talk about her treatment in the military? Was it less than? And when she talked about this guy specifically, was it a military connection that they had, or he was this controlling guy even after they left the military? Um, no, he was just this controlling guy. From what I know, he was just this controlling guy, and he never wanted her to be happy. And it was he wasn't going to see her with someone else. It, it, the whole thing is so sick. Did she talk about how women are treated, both in the military and after they get out? Um, we had never really had those talks, so no. From what I understand from the information, this guy gets in the car in, in Texas and drives all the way to Georgia. Do you think he did that specifically just to just to get at Maddie? Yeah, I think I think he did have a plan. I think he knew what he was doing, and yeah, he definitely had a plan. It's not easy to come up with questions in a situation like this because you're a human being. You're a, you're a guy like I am. I can't imagine somebody in my family facing what you're facing right now. Um, is there anything that you want to tell people that are watching and listening when it comes to the signs that after the fact we all say, man, if I just would have, if I just could have, 
Like, I know that you would have gone with her, you know, that day had you known. I know that you would have because it would have, uh, you at least could have tried to protect her. So uh, you did nothing wrong, obviously. You didn't even know that she was going. But what signs and signals after the fact are you seeing that maybe somebody watching can help avoid? Because Janae has, has shown me and has shown you, you've seen this, that this is happening a lot where military members, veterans who happen to be women are being treated like garbage or even women that weren't in the military are being treated like garbage by some people who are veterans who maybe didn't get the proper mental care that they needed. What signs and signals should you have seen or would, do you wish that you would have seen? And what advice can you give to people watching? Um, it's just a huge domestic violence thing. So, you know, what I have to say about that is the way someone talks to a female or the way he acts, the way whatever like that, like if you're verbally abusing a female over and over, like you know, reach out, get some help. And that's a lot of the signs that I've been seeing is just the way people present themselves and talk. Well, well, clearly, Maddie didn't feel as though she, she was going to be have her life threatened that day or that she was going to die that day. Um, was it a matter? Look, you know about the abuse. You know how he was treating her. You know how controlling he was being. Is it a matter of realizing um, the level that it's at? Because, again, she didn't feel as though she was at risk. And from what I understand, this guy also contacted his ex-wife and wanted to meet with her, and she didn't go. Um, it, it seems as though he had a plan. And, and Maddie didn't feel like it got to that level. How do you know when it gets there? Can we know? I think that's, that's an unknown, unknown question that we're trying to figure out, too. Like, how much is enough? Like, how far can it go? So. So the signs are there. The evidence is there. Maybe take it more seriously than, than you do. And it sounds like Maddie was such a good-hearted person that she thought she could maybe talk him down. Was he representing himself as somebody who needed her help? Is that why she went? Yeah, that's that's what I truly believe that um, like he knew how to talk. So he was very well educated and knew how to speak. So I think a lot of it was he knew Maddie would help. So he used that to his advantage. She was far too young. Um, you know, should have lived another 70 years and, and now she's gone. What should her legacy be, Blake? Never give up. She said that. I watched the video of her saying that, never give up, because she was told she could not hang with the guys, and she was the only woman that did, and she was so super proud of that. Is that what her everyday life was? She got up in the morning, knowing she was going to get something done, never give up, strive, achieve? That's exactly how she was. She would never let anyone give up. She wouldn't give up on herself. So, She was pregnant, and that makes it doubly sad, of course, uh, but she also, she also has a son that's left <laughs> behind. Uh, I'm guessing you have a relationship with the son. How is he? Um, you know, he, he's hanging in there. He is, uh, he's actually with his dad. So does he get it? Like, is he I, old enough to understand or not? I think he does, but you know, he's very young. So yeah. he's going to have those questions when he grows up. It's, it's Blake Smith. He's uh he was the fiance of, of Maddie Torres Coulter who was killed and not at all talked about in the media until we shined a light on it. And I saw a story recently that was all about her, about how bad this guy was and what he did. And that's the narrative that should be told. There are women out there right now who are dealing with this who think they can't get out of it, who think they can't get away from it. Um, I understand this guy changed his number. He kept in contact. He was controlling. He didn't want her to be able to live her life and be happy. I get that. But there are people who are watching that are going to walk away from this going, I'm kind of in the same situation. Not advice from her, obviously, you guys talked about this before this horrible day, but advice from you just to those women who are watching going, I can't get out of this. No way I can get away with this or get away from this. What would you say to them? 
walk away, call someone, just get out of there. But that's really it, isn't it? I mean, that's the one thing. That's the one step they're not taking. Is just breaking themselves off and just cutting all the ties. Just get out of there. Blake, I appreciate your strength on coming on today. I know that Josh, her brother, is there too. I wish that we could have gotten him on maybe next time. Um, I want to celebrate her life. I want people to know about who she was. But I also want people to learn from this and not ever have to face something, this tragedy that you guys are facing today. Um, in, in looking at this and, and remembering your, your, your conversations with Maddie, did you guys ever sit down over dinner or something and say, you know, there's a real dichotomy between the way men are, are treated and women are treated when it comes to the military? Is that something that's real? Um, yes, it's something that real, uh, like, like, you know, she's in the army, I'm in the army too. And we, we had had that conversation. I told her, I was like, you know, the same way I treat my male soldiers, I treat my female soldiers. Like we're all held to one standard. So we're all equal in my eyes. And and you're, you're a good guy, Uh, but there are some that aren't so good. And and I've heard some really bad stories about the military and I'm not trying to denigrate the military. My dad was air force. I love the military. I think our military members and people like you are, are are the salt of the earth, man. I I, thank you for your service. But having said that there are some real machismo guys in there who are very, very egotistical and, and narcissistic. And they feel as though they're the boss of you. Um, is that, is that kind of what she relate to you as well? Have you seen that in the ranks? Um, yeah, I have seen that in the ranks, but you know, I just steer away from that. That's, that's not the leadership style that I take, and that's not the approach that I'll ever take. Has she been laid to rest? Uh, yes, sir. Listen, God bless you, her entire family, and, and, and may she rest in peace. I hope that if anything good can come out of this, and it's hard to believe something good can, it's that other people get this sign and signal that we can stop these news stories from happening and stop tragedies like you just faced by somebody out there, man or woman, being abused and being uh, feeling like they can't get out, to take your advice, walk away. Get the hell out. Blake, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate you telling the story, and I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you so much, sir. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. I appreciate you stopping by. Thanks a lot for being here. It's the Joe Pag Show for your Tuesday. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. People are being victimized, and a lot of times people don't think they can get out of that situation, so we wanted to make sure we open the dialogue and also make sure that, that Madeline doesn't die in vain and her legacy isn't to save people. I think it should be. Uh, and if people now see the signs and signals and realize that if something is amiss, something's off, walking away is a smart thing to do. Also, talking it out with your family, letting them know exactly what's going on. And if at all you can, get a hold of authorities and let them know what's going on. It sounds, by what Blake says, that this guy was stalking this young lady. And that's that's not uh, lawful. That's actually against the law. So uh, your thoughts on that? 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Um, appreciate you stopping by. And I appreciate Blake coming on. It could not be easy. For him to come on and talk about this, especially since it, it happened rather recently. That's for sure. Let me tell you about a great sponsor. It's Eden Pure. Eden Pure uh, brings you the Thunderstorm Air Purifier. It uses proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and more. People all over the nation are raving over how well the thunderstorm freshens their homes. Musty, mildewy smells just vanish after a few seconds with the thunderstorm being on. Over 265,000 of these units have been sold. You know it works. 
Any odor will disappear when you use the thunderstorm. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. And best of all, no filters to buy. Right now, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home protection. You're going to get three units for under $200. That's a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers that can go for over $600. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, your kitchen, or anywhere you need clean, fresh air. With this special offer, you're going to get three units for under $200. So go right now to the website and the code I'm going to give you is going to save you that money. It's EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com. Use discount code PAGS3, P-A-G-S, the number three, to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code PAGS3. Shipping is absolutely free. All right, I appreciate you stopping by. We'll have some uh, some pop in a second. But uh, Russia decided today to announce that it's going to quit the International Space Station after 2024. This is written by a couple of people. The first name I can't pronounce and whoever else, somebody on CNN. Russia says it's planning to pull out of the International Space Station and end its decades-long partnership with NASA at the orbiting outpost, according to the newly appointed head of Russia's space agency. Roscosmos um, chief Yuri Borisov told Russian President Vladimir Putin that the decision to leave the station after 2024 has been made. You know that we're working with the framework of international cooperation at the International Space Station. Undoubtedly, we'll fulfill our obligations to our partners, but the decision to leave the station after 2024 has been made, Borisov told Putin in the Kremlin-issued readout. NASA said in February it intended to keep operating the International Space Station until the end of 2030, after which the ISS would be deorbited and crash into a remote part of the Pacific Ocean. Commercially operated space platforms would replace the ISS as a venue for collaboration and scientific research, NASA said. This is another you know, service of the Biden administration being weak, being feeble, and uh, Russia having the upper hand. That's all this is. Because under Trump, there is no talk of this. So as we take sides with Ukraine and Russia, as we go and beg for oil and energy, you've got situations like this that benefited the globe that are going to be coming to an end because of Joe Biden. Let's use pop culture. Up. Hi, Paula, what's going on? So earlier today, I'm sure you saw the story regarding uh, actor Tony Dow. I did not. What happened from Leave the Beaver? Right. So I guess there were reports this morning saying that he had passed away. Uh, Apparently, he has not passed away yet. Uh, His son, Christopher, said that his dad is at home under hospice care uh, and in his last hour. So he hasn't passed away yet, but I guess he's pretty close. Well, I mean, I, I didn't hear anything about that, but geez, the last thing you want is someone, somebody to announce that you've died if you haven't. So that's pretty odd. Uh, yeah. Paul, I appreciate you. Sam, thank you very much. Carrie, thank you. I'm Joe. We're back tomorrow, same time, same place. The Joe Pag Show, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern on great radio stations all over the place. Go to JoePags.com right now. JoePags.com. Have a great night. Bye. This is the Joe Pags Show.